<laughs> a lot of pressure, man. Yeah, it is. Evil. The evil. Not our real names. Nailed it. So no. this is like you don't know what that's from the old uh, TV shows, you know, where you had two hosts and they're talking, and you know, before and then they're like, recorder. "Oh, hi." <laughs> We're supposed to jump. Like they're surprised. Oh, hey. <laughs> but they're usually saying something raunchy. But yes, they are. This yeah. whole movie is raunchy, folks. Buckle so, up. So she had uh, my head in her. Anyway, so hi everybody and welcome, <laughs> everybody, anybody, welcome to a little independent, the <laughs> podcast where two friends talk about independent. Weird or just obscure movies. My name's Ryan. And I'm Todd. Hi, Todd. Hi, Ryan. How's it going? Wait, Kathleen Turner's here? She is. Shit. How are you? I'm well. War of the Roses was underrated, Miss Turner. <laughs> just FYI. That's rumor. Is it three times we get sued or can we get away with two? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't say it again. No, no, that's fine. We can it's say like names Beetle of movies. Juice. That's just kind of what we do. <laughs> so, how's it going? Great. Good. Yeah, how's uh got your uniform on? I, yeah, we have our uniforms on. That's good. Um so our movie today, I think we we get right into it because I have questions for you. Um our movie today, we went from Happy Texas with a beauty pageant and now we're moving into the world of gymnastics. Yes. So we're progressing. And and they're both comedies allegedly? Allegedly. Not- you didn't laugh at this? <laughs> Did you not find this funny? No. I found it hilarious. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> so the movie is uh, called The Bronze from 2015. And it's a movie that Todd has heard me talk about for a while. And when we started, you know, wanted to do this podcast, I figured this would be a good one. So the description of the film from IMDb, a foul-mouthed former gymnastics bronze medalist with local celebrity status Reluctantly trains a rising Olympics aspirant. Spot on. Okay, I think that's right. Oh, yeah. Now, it's very interesting because this is a smaller budget movie. Um, they do not say Olympics. You don't see the rings. So in this, you have to kind of... Oh, they never said Olympics no, once. No, they can't. There's no way they could afford it. Yeah, they didn't have the rings, that's for sure. I, I didn't even think yeah. of that. So they, they kept on saying games. So Olympics, do you... They what, said you, championships. Yeah. They said they danced around it, but so the Olympics. Are, do you care? Do you watch them? Yeah, yeah. Not like glued to it, but when they're on, if there's an event, you know. Do you prefer winter over summer, or the vice versa? Um, summer winter, as in that was a joke from Big Bang. Oh, nice. Tying us done. into this nicely movie, done. but you, you don't watch Big Bang, so <laughs> no, all no. the ones out there that got that, please email Ryan and tell him to watch the Big Bang. I might, I might. So I mean, so did Summer you Glow is on a Big Bang episode. Oh yeah, and well, the train, I saw the YouTube and that, who becomes um, Bernadette's husband? You know, our gal in the movie here. Uh-huh. He's 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 going after Summer Glow, and he sits. You know, you know, if you were born in the. I saw the YouTube version of that. Oh, if you may. I'm not a big Edgar Winter. Um, I'm not a big uh, Olympics person, and not for any particular reason. I just never was interested in it. It wasn't in my home growing up. 
like we didn't really focus on it. It wasn't a big like USA thing right. for us. But I respect specifically gymnastics, what it takes to do what these people do. Yeah. It's like, you know, I can name – how many Olympic athletes can you name right now? I'm not trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> Mary Lou Retton. <laughs> she was great and Scrooged. <laughs> That's tiny yeah. tip. Yeah. She got gold. She did. She did. I remember her on the Wheaties box and yep. everything like yep. that. Oh, the guy the guy on the Wheaties box that turned into a gal. What's his name? Jenner. Oh, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, Jenner, yeah. yeah. yeah he was yeah. So there's two athlete. with your help. <laughs> Michael Phelps, uh, recent time. Oh, and yeah. who was the, the figure skater? The uh, famous Scott. I, Tanya. Oh, Tanya Harding. Okay. <laughs> Margot. Mar- <laughs> that was her name, I, Tanya. <laughs> That's the movie. She's like, I, Robot. So um, this is a movie that's billed as a comedy drama sport, which I would say I think all three apply. Yeah, I think the most the most athletic scene is towards the end, involving a hotel room. <laughs> We're gonna get to that. <laughs> um, so it stars Melissa, Melissa Rauch. Uh, she plays Hope, and so you you know her from The Big Bang Theory. Bernadette. I'd never seen her in anything before this. Uh, that's all I know. Is that she's Bernadette. I mean, so she's, she's a significant character on yes, Big Bang. Yes. She didn't start. She was added. She was an add-on. Okay. I don't remember what season or how far, but but pretty early on. Um, and then she's been on it ever since. Okay. So and that was good. Obviously, good for her. Yeah. I mean, I. That's all I can call her is Bernadette. She that's started. All. She started out uh, doing stand-up in Manhattan. And just grinded her way into the okay. to, into the industry. Moved to L.A. Um, and most notably, she is. I just read that she is, and it's not a reboot. She is producing and starring in a sequel to the TV show Night Court. And she is going to be playing Harry's daughter, who becomes a judge. And I was fucking jazzed. She's writing it. No, she's, uh, she's producing it, and they convinced her to star in it. Okay. So she's gonna be, she's gonna be. Is Richard Mall dead? Richard Mall is not dead. Okay, so Jess and I were talking about Night Court. We love that show. Apparently, for the Melissa's version, John Larroquette is gonna rep- reprise his role. Obviously, the actor I forget uh, who played Harry, the judge, is, has passed. Yeah, his name is Harry. The actor's name is Harry. And I'm thinking about Bull. You can, uh, you know, no, 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 the peanut gallery is great. But Bull, right? Richard Mall, the, the, the big security guy. I just remember security the security guy. guy. Yeah. That's him. Remember the movie House? The it's movie House? The movie House. And the guy uh, who played the greatest American hero, he's a writer, and he mo- his aunt passes away or kills herself. He inherits this house. And. Richard Mall and he were like Vietnam buddies and he left him and Bull from Night Court shows up at the end and like like he's undead scared the shit out of me as a kid. That's one of those movies that I saw way too young uh, in the theater probably <laughs> and my dad's like it'll be fine. That's a theme with you. Oh, it scared the shit out of me. So she is she is I don't want to say rebooting but but continuing Night Court okay. the TV show. She's really good with voices too. She does a lot of voices. She is good with voices. And and a really really in in regular she's beautiful woman, you know she looks yeah. different in this movie than she well, looks in normal life. She is literally listed as four foot eleven and three quarters and inches. She's petite. She she's is under petite. five feet tall. 
Uh, also starring Gary Cole as her father, Stan. Get, that guy's a fucking rock star. Yeah, yeah. I, I need you to work on the weekend. Gary, so, okay. that's the. <laughs> is that the first thing you go to? That's all I His know. office space, that's, Lumberg? That's it. Okay. That's, that's yeah. who he is forever. You got Bernadette and Lumberg. <laughs> well, Gary Cole has 185 credits to his yeah. name. In one of the interviews, um, I'm going to call her Bernadette, Hope, and we'll go with... Uh, you know her name in the movie, Melissa, Hope, as Hope, opposed okay, to yeah, Melissa Hope. Ronch, which is appropriate. Oh, look for... at you, <laughs> wordplay. Yeah, woohoo! Um, she got that accent from her college roommate, from her college roommate from yeah. Ohio. Yeah. yeah, from Ohio, and that's yeah. what made him do but, this movie in Ohio. So, I, all right, it. I, do people in Ohio have accents like that? S- farther south, or maybe towards. Pennsylvania. I equate it more with like a Minnesota accent because that's how, how it kind of sounds like Minnesota. It's really staunch. And I mean, she, she leans she into it. it. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's a huge part of her character. Gary Cole, though, uh, was born in Park Ridge, Illinois, and he was one of the founding members of the Steppenwolf Theater. And th- this guy, goddamn, his first credited role is as assistant coach in the movie Lucas. Remember Lucas? The football the, player? No. It was, yeah, it was before Rudy. It was Rudy okay, before Rudy. I'm, yeah, when you say Lucas, I'm thinking of the serial killer. He was on Moonlighting and is IMDb best known for, because I like that, the four movies they're best known for. Yeah, Office we Space. A, we made a game of that at lunch. That's right. <laughs> Office Space is one. Uh, Dodgeball, a tr- Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. He plays Ricky Bobby's dad. And also best known for One Hour Photo. Do you remember that movie with Robin Williams? Oh, yeah. I used to own it. Yeah. With Robin Williams. He's Robin Williams' boss, the guy who fires him. Oh. And then I was thinking about that movie, how insane that movie was and how great Robin Williams was. Yeah. Um, Third build is Thomas Middleditch, who plays Ben. Had you seen him, him in anything before? Twitchy? Twitchy. Yeah. What's that movie where they go down to Mexico and- He's running around Search party. naked. Search oh, party. God, that movie's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I saw him in, and I was like, oh, that guy. That was a one copy at Family Video that I bought sight unseen. Yeah, yeah say that again. What is it? Search party. Yeah. yeah. Rent search party. It's yeah. freaking hilarious. Um, Pretty Boy's in that, too. What's his name? <sighs> Pretty Boy. It starts with a Z. Z. Um, well, it's, it's um, I'm, I'm bad with names today. No, you're not. I'm telling you. <laughs> Because Search Party, and I should know this. He was in I... Bad Grandpa. He was the grandson. Oh, no. He's not in Search Party. What is wrong with me? It, I have Zach not... Galifianakis in my head, but that's not. <laughs> Zach Efron. He's that, not yeah. in Search Party. <laughs> he's not? Search Party. So Search Party Sorry. Um, <laughs> is, I, I'm, I'm literally having a meltdown in my brain right now. Wait. Adam Pally. Adam Pally is the lead in it. And then you've got um, wait, wait, my guy from Standard Comedian. He's in Deadpool. Curly hair. Anyway, so Search Party's really good. He's in the campaign. He's in The Final Girls. You've heard me talk about that movie a lot. The Final Girls. I've watched it. Yes, so he's you, in that. You gave me the, the DV, oh, yeah, know, DVD did. and insisted. I did. Tied me to the chair. Uh, he was on uh, the Garfunkel and Oates show. Do you know who Garfunkel and Oates are? No. He in search party. They're the two girls playing playing music at the end. They're like a comedy. Oh music yeah, duo. yeah, yeah. They're, they're in the beginning too. 
And yeah, I have the biggest crush on Ricky Lindholm, the blonde. I, I, I cannot tell you. She's on Doug Loves Movies all the time. Her laugh is the most delightful laugh. And she's in a movie, she's in Knives Out, actually, which is a big deal for her. But she's in a movie called Hell Baby, where she is naked. Wait, and she's the most, it's the most naked I've ever seen. It's like a five-minute scene, and she's just naked, fully naked, you know, talking to Rob Corddry like everything's normal. And Rob Corddry plays awkward like nobody. But she's so... I can't explain how naked she is. It's the most naked anybody I've ever seen in my life. There, there's not degrees of naked. It's Ryan. this it's, is the most naked. I can't explain it. There's naked and then no. there's, there's naked. Watch Hell Baby and you'll be like, "That's the fucking nakedest right. thing I've ever well, seen." Well, I'm writing it down. Yes, I'm trying to. I think I picture her. She's got. She's blonde. Um, she's she, I, like those two really big smile. Yes, and those her eyes ladies, are kind of maybe a little. That's Kate McCucci. That's the other one. She's got the bigger eyes. But they're two delightful and unbelievably talented women and super fun. Um, and next we have uh, billed in this movie, Sebastian Stan. Who's ever heard of that guy, right? Who's that, Lance? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know who that is? <laughs> you don't? I No. Oh, this is tremendous. So he's probably best known as the Winter Soldier in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I did. I did see there was a Marvel movie on there, and, and oh, there's of course several. I've never seen. He's that one. one of the biggest actors on the planet. Why of all time? Why do you watch so many Marvel? Um, I enjoy them. Well, I first remember him from Hot Tub Time Machine. He was in he, that. He was the bad guy, like the asshole who finds their 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 energy drink, and he thinks it's a Russian conspiracy. <laughs> he, he's really funny in it. Um, he was in The Martian. Again, just side characters. And when he was cast as Bucky Barnes in the first Captain America, that he kind of came out of nowhere. And by the time he did this movie, he'd already done the first Captain America and the second one where he plays the Winter Soldier. So this dude knows he is set for life. I did see the first one, but I, it, you know, he doesn't have to do shit forever. Out. But he decides to do this movie, this small independent movie. And if you looked at some of the interviews, he did all the press. He's in all the photos. Typically yeah. when they're that big, they don't do the press for this stuff. They don't do the interviews. I had no idea he oh, yeah. was a big actor. Huge. At the time he was filming this, huge. So it says a lot that he did a movie like this. And so we have naked and we have huge, He folks. did. He did his Here own stunts. Buckle up. <laughs> And then we've got Haley Lou Richardson as Maggie, who plays the young gymnast. Is she not the most adorable she, she is. Yeah, as she far is. as playing an innocent, adorable, and then when you watch her in the interviews, she's not acting. Did you she's, hear about her 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 audition? How yeah, terrible it went. She was late. Yeah, like yeah. So I had had actually I recognized her before seeing this. She was in Split with James McAvoy, the Shyamalan, and yeah, Shyamalan I saw movie. that. Was she one of the she girls? She was that one of the killed? girls abducted. Yeah, and totally different obviously wow but this she's so effervescent she has an upcoming movie that i wrote down because i'm furious at the title it's called the statistical probability of love at first sight and that's the dumbest movie title i think i've ever heard of (laughs) well being that i just watched steve jobs and the statistical probability of him being the father of his daughter was um was only 93 percent taking steve jobs to task (laughs) This movie was written by the lead actress Melissa Rausch and her husband Winston, which that's a name you don't. Oh, hear it's Rausch. Rausch, not Ranch. No, that's what I. There's no N in it. Yeah. 
Um, so you're going to be hung up on the raunchiness of this movie. Is that what I'm getting? That at? is my. It's your number one. In note. my notes, so raunchy. raunchy. Dot dot dot. Did you blush at all? Did you think about calling your mom and sharing the movie? With no, her? I kept. You know, you told me this crazy sex scene was going to be, <laughs> and I had to wait the whole fucking hour and fifty minutes. To get <laughs> That's all you were looking for. Uh, and the movie was directed by Brian Buckley, uh, who is an Oscar-nominated director. He had all short films yeah, until this one. Uh, Oscar-nominated for the short film Assad in 2013 and Saria in 2020. Uh, in 2017, a movie I want to see, he directed The Pirates of Somalia. Yeah. A true story about um, Evan Peters, who plays Quicksilver in the uh, X-Men movies. Plays a journalist who embeds himself, himself with the Pirates of Somalia. And I I've did never find heard that, that story. One. Yeah. And that's only his second. It's it's like a biodrama. Yeah, like how nuts. So this is really the only movie movie um, that he's directed. Everything else has been a short. And it's that makes this all the more unique and interesting to me. I yeah. think. What do you think of his hair? He looked like Sean White, <laughs> another another Olympic athlete. Yes. <laughs> uh, the tagline: There's two of them. There's no place like third. <laughs> Which is fine. And then the easy one, everybody needs a little hope. Oh, see, that's our that's our line for Hope Marie. That's and, true. And our Sedaris. They that's stole true. that. I, I do like the first one. Yeah, there's no place like third. Yeah. Uh, it's an hour and 40 minutes. Budget was $3.5 million. Opening weekend, 386000 Worldwide gross, 615 So not financially successful, but I think so philosophically Bern- Bernadette was a... Exec producer on it. I got to call her Bernadette because when I see her face, that's yeah. all I that's all I see. So forgive me, folks. But it was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize at Sundance. Nominated to the director is nominated for dramatic. Yeah. And it and it was the opening movie of Sundance that year in 2015. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. But they got so they raised what you say three and a half mil. Uh, three point five million was that, the budget. Jeez, all on all on Bernadette of yeah. her writing her success. Uh, yeah, maybe. Well, she. Well, I didn't realize we had a Marvel. Oh, know, yeah, yeah. Once they got him guy. on board, I'm sure the <laughs> but, checks started rolling in a little but bit But, yeah, that, that might have helped raise some money, huh? And like, you got the fucking Winter Soldier for this gymnastics movie, and he's going to be buck-ass naked? Well, you know what? He read that. He read the script and got to that scene. He yeah. said, oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to that scene. But the movie was shot in 22 days uh, and was shot entirely on location in Amherst, Ohio. So that's what I love. I mean, that's what... A little independent is all it about. It feels real, the town it, and everything. Because it, it it is. It's and not all a, the people in the background are not extras. They're literally people who yeah, live there. Yeah. And in 22 days, so that's just filming, that's right? Fast. So all the planning they had to do, all the stage, all yeah. the locations, all the money. That's fast. Shoot 22 days and then and then get it into post. That's fucking hard to do. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So the opening scene, I, I love. Did you feel so? Wait a second. Before we get into this, did I feel the the the, <laughs> the character of Hope Ann Gregory? What was your thought about that character and the performance overall? Just off the bat, yeah. When oh, you say her performance overall no, in the, the film, or her, the her performance, the performance in the inciting incident? No, no, no. The character, the <laughs> performance. Like, what did you think about her? Oh, she was great. Because having watched this movie for fun is different than having watched it for the podcast. Because as you're trying to look at it a little deeper, we want to give the, the listeners more. My my view of her, very different this time. And the other characters. Well, the interviews really 
helped with me, you know, to the, for the insight, helped me with the insight a lot. Cause when you hear the different things, you're just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so the opening scene I, I, I loved and it's very, I'd call it kind of artistic. You've got this music playing and you've got a bunch of people seated in all black and Gary Cole with this mustache and a baby tied to his chest yeah. via the American flag. Well, yeah, the camera just fixates on his hand with a wedding ring, right? And then slowly goes up, and there's this little baby's face. This and then, you know, we blonde. pull back. Yeah, and it's I clearly, didn't catch it till the second time that, yeah, oh, that's the funeral. the funeral of the, of, of the mother, and yeah. he's still wearing his wedding ring. And it just yeah. it's like after you know all that, you're like, oh. Yeah, but it's so it's – it's, it's, I love the opening of that movie. Yeah, and him just looking stoic and wrapped in the American yeah. flag, a five and a half month old baby. So, do you think they sh- maybe should have done something so that you knew it was a funeral, or did you know right away? Did you know immediately? I didn't know right away. I, I didn't, didn't either till after I had seen it once and then go back. I it's th- there are a couple of things you know that you I mean, can tell they had short amount of time. Everyone's dressed in black. They're yeah. all solemn. You know they didn't I mean, have maybe, a location. They didn't have a funeral home, so they couldn't do yeah. a casket. And they didn't. You well, know. maybe the organ playing. You know, like some type of funeral. Everybody music in black should have tipped me off, but maybe it just didn't. Right. But it's just it's a cool shot. And then we go into home video footage of this girl growing up and her supportive father helping her with gymnastics. And it's clear, and, and yep. it's clear that there's no mom, so I should have put the two and two together quicker, but I didn't the first time. Yeah, no, I didn't at all. You don't, you don't know what's going on the first time. The and, date, the date in the corner, you know, the yeah, little home. They show the '90s, yeah. and yeah, and and it's it's really cool. And then you get to her older, and then the stern Russian coach shows up. <laughs> which there's some great scenes in that intro with the dad and the coach drinking vodka and and. Oh yeah, he practically spits it out because yeah, how yeah. strong it was. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the stereotypical. And and I hope you know I don't know. And maybe anybody who listens who watches this movie and are are a gymnast, is, if any of this is offensive, you can email us littleindependentpodcast at gmail But there are some stereotypes here that are perpetuated, and I don't know if they're offensive or not. I I wasn't particularly offense, offended by anything, but there's the whole thing about the coach chastising hope your boobs are coming in no yeah. boobs no boobs and she's pointing at them almost like willing them not to grow yeah and, and like like making an order and then yeah. pulls her shirt up high around up to yeah. her neck it's and like, that becomes kind of a theme you're like oh that in poor hope's child life <laughs> and her self-image which yeah. i think is kind of interesting yeah and it's funny that she's casting because she's well endowed you know in, in real life and, and you I mean, see that in the movie purposefully Later but on, that's a yeah. that's an interesting kind of emotional tug of the movie, um, but then it it moves to two thousand and four. Proud of me, I said well endowed as opposed to something pervy. Yeah, I took the high road. <laughs> no, you're Did not you a see pervy the rack guy. On Bernadette, Jesus. Well, is is that, is, is that, is that clear in Big Bang Theory or no? Is that part of her character in Big Bang? Well, I, you, you can't miss them. I mean, <laughs> okay. Well, good for Bernadette. So it, it it moves to 2004. Hope Ann Gregory is 17, and I, I you have to assume it's the Olympics, right? That that's kind of where it is. They just couldn't afford to say Olympics and use the rings. <laughs> and so she is on the. Yeah, they only had three and a half million. I'm gonna sound so stupid, but the the long the 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 long bar the, <laughs> the long, beam the beam the balance beam. 
You, I should have done. You some can more name research. every side actor uh-huh. in any obscure film. Not good with the but you, gymnastics but nomenclature. If it's pop culture or common knowledge, Ryan just is not down Fuck with it. Fuck it. <laughs> so she's on the beam, and she she hurts herself. And I first thought she broke her foot. Well, the crunch sound made you think. But that. it's not that. It's we find out later. Torn Achilles. Achilles, right? Yeah. And I want to yell Hector so bad right now. But she, f- what is that? <laughs> From Troy Achilles. Oh. When he challenges oh. the big fight. Hector! Okay. Now, now you're crossing into highbrow. Hector! Highbrow air arenas here. Uh, yeah, that's, that is not a little independent. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> <movie>. not. <laughs> but still good. I'll watch it. I swear to God sometime. One day. One day. Is that the one with Brad Lip, Brad Pitt's moist lips? Yeah, your brother-in-law Troy, my stayed brother-in-law. up all night watching it. Yeah, he's, what you oh, his only takeaway was Brad li- Brad Pitt's lips are really moist. Yeah, yeah. So it's a sentence I, I'd hoped I'd never hear from another it, man in the whole movie of Troy, <laughs> the epic you know story of Troy. That was his takeaway. It's three a.m. He's like twenty-three years old, and that was. His I'm takeaway. a little concerned. Yeah, no, don't be. He's he's an EMT right now. The dude's fucking rad. So. She at his takeaway. She that. falls off this thing, being hurt, but then she this thing. It's called a beam, the balance beam, <laughs> and but she competes in the uneven parallel bars. Now, did that not yeah. really happen in the Olympics? So there was an Olympics. I know I'm gonna. I knew. Don't, knew don't hate me. Yeah, I want to say Kalmanich. I don't know. There was some little Nadia. gal. Yeah, it, but she but did I'm it not with like a broken her, but ankle. It wasn't on the. Yeah, but her last event. Because you're allowed to do it twice. So she did it the second time, but it, it was the um, – see, now I did it. But she did this. It wasn't the high bars, That though. real person did this with, like, a broken ankle or something. Yeah, and landed, landed, on, and landed on one leg. And there's footage yeah, of it, she, and it looks, like, But she did the agonizing. vault. Yeah, the vault. the vault. Yeah. Okay. And on this one, they did the high bars. Okay. So maybe it was keeping out of – from being sued. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I knew – it's interesting how it paralleled that – and Hope d- does a good job. She sticks the landing. And did you hear the commentator say, do you believe in miracles? Like the 1980 Olympics yeah, for the hockey yeah, team? Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And we find out that she wins the bronze medal. Yeah. So then then we pan back to find out. The, the fade? That something else is going on while this video is being watched. Can you not say what's, what's going on? Something else. There's well, a little, little rubbing going on. The, the fade? I thought it was an anxiety attack at first. The the way this fades, you're, you're, you as the viewer are watching home video footage, and then you watch stock footage of her in the Olympics, yeah. and it cuts to her watching herself in the Olympics furiously masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's... it's Bernadette? Bernadette is <laughs> yeah. rubbing one out, folks. She, it, she, she is, is rubbing the macaroni, and, it's, <laughs> and, and she's just like... And then they do a fast cut, like TV face, TV yeah, face, yeah. TV version. Do you notice yeah. that when she hits her pinnacle, she puts her arm out kind of like she's dismounting? Or like she just did the landing? Yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. sticking the landing. She's reliving the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, the tone is set really quickly because she's got this, she's got these bangs. And I, I, yeah. I think the movie sets the tone right away. Then. Does she grab Claritin? I was going to ask you what you thought it was because it's it's in like an over the counter package, I right? I think she grabs allergy medication. Yeah, 
crushes it, it up and snorts it, and snorts it, <laughs> and then puts the little the little tube that she snorts it with on her trophy, like next yeah. to her nightstand. Yeah, like she does she this, does. she does this every night. Now, I I didn't look. Did, like, do you get high from snorting Claritin? Whatever that was, it was it, you know. Or maybe this is a more effective way to get her allergy medication. Some type in her body. of oxycotton, maybe some type of like right killer. after a successful masturbatory session. You know, I I don't know. So we're pretty sure it was successful. So oh yeah 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 she 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 succeeds, and then we watch her go to a mail truck, like a post office mail truck. M a i l. M a i l. And she is rooting through the mail and stealing money yep. from envelopes in, in the mail. And this truck is in her own driveway. And Dad's making breakfast. We're assuming this. Do you see him in a in a postal uni- uniform right yeah, away? Yeah, he he's there making breakfast, and she sneaks out and breaks in the back of the truck. Yeah, well, I think he's making lunch because it's grilled cheese that he's well, yeah, because making she's, for. By the time she gets up in the exactly yes, but she, I don't know. He hasn't went out on his postal route. I would think it was. Morning. I think he's back. <laughs> you think he came yeah, home? He's been, <laughs> but all the mail was back. in there. Uh, this is. Additional, I, I don't know the machinations of the post office. Again, you can email, email us. But is this when he, he reminds her that his number one dad mug is his most favorite thing of all time? Yeah, that I think it does get introduced there. Remember when yeah. you made this for me? And, and he just yeah. does it out of nowhere. But that grilled cheese that he makes for her has a face on it. Uh-huh. There's eyes and a smile. And right away, you're thinking, something's up. And, not, they, and not not nefarious because Gary Cole, I have to say, the actor could have played this way creepier, but he doesn't. He's calling her Hopi, and it's really clear that she's maybe a stunted individual because her room looks like a little kid's room, and trophies everywhere. Like you don't know what's up, but like something's weird. Who makes a grilled cheese like this for your clearly twenty-something-year-old daughter? Yeah, probably thirty-something. Probably thirty. Yeah. Right. And then she. And then we get. Her introduction with her just screaming at him. She's, Grilled cheese. She's I so, said hamburger helper, you fucker. Or whatever. So mean to him. <laughs> yeah. It's oh my god. Through. Yeah. So well, then she, she, it's like a spoiled child syndrome, but she's thirty years old. So you get the raunchy talk and the sex talk all mixed in with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I guess she it, it's shows pretty you who brutal she is right away. Yeah. And she's an Olympian. Now think about this. A medal. A medal winner. Yeah, and you know, like you could say the bronze is. That's still the top three in the world. Yeah, and and she did it on a on a torn Achilles, right. you know. So she was like the miracle child. But she never did anything else, and that's the problem for her. Yeah, she anyway. Tri- well, we'll find out. She tried. Yeah, yeah, to go and, again. And so she's upset with the grilled cheese. So she goes to the mall, and she goes to Sabaro. Yeah. <laughs> this poor and, guy at Sabaro who rings up her order. And this mall's got to be in Amherst. Because it looks like a throwback, thousand percent to the '80s. I mean, this is not a current shopping mall. This thing's this, this poor thing guy at Sabaro says your total will be nine something. She's like, "Excuse me, yeah. check the wall, son." <laughs> yeah. Did I say Diet Coke? <laughs> check it. The manager comes out. He's like, "Oh, you don't know who this is. She's on the wall. Apparently, she eats free at this mall. Yeah, everywhere, all, all over town. Then the diner. So she eats free in the diner. In this town is enabling her, including her father." And this is we'll we'll get into it, but I think there's some like abuse going on here. Like this is criminal. The enabling. Yeah, the enabling. It, it seems like it, it's 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 Amherst, it's Ohio, and it's their only hero ever. Yeah, that's true. 
that actual Sabaro closed shortly after the filming of this movie, by the way. No. Yeah, it did. So if you want to, you did, know, did go the to mall Amherst close? And, no, it didn't. Just that Sabaro. Okay. Didn't that happen in our mall, well, too? Well, we, we get... have a Sabaro? Yeah. Because I'm getting hungry. Like, I haven't yeah. had Sabaro in forever. Oh, really? So, we still have a Sabaro. It's still we in have our it mall? On, on, on good authority. In Traverse City, we Michigan. We should go right after this. <laughs> you can. <laughs> because I remember Sabaro being pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pizza joint in a food court. I'm not picking, uh, picky about pizza. So she's in the mall, and so she's getting free stuff. She goes to the shoe yep, store. Free shoes. So she, free, but, free weed. But she buys weed from her shoe store guy. No, that's free too. Oh, he gives it to her? Yeah, because he's like, you're not a customer. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't do Foot Locker. Obviously, they couldn't do the referee shirt. So he had a t-shirt that said comfort specialist on, her, on his shirt. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder what Foot Locker has something. I don't know what it says, but. Yeah. So this is generic. So is it rip off of generic. that? Yeah. So again, you're you're teeing up this kind of privileged, spoiled person. Mm-hmm. But then a bit that that kind of took me aback is poor Davy, this old man in his motorized chair that apparently just spins in circles because it's broke. And again. she says, "Is your chair busted, Davy?" <laughs> and she gives him money. So that yeah, it's the, like a little the embezzled money. Or you get no, not embezzled. You got to employ. Oh yeah, yeah. Embezzled. She the could have been putting him at risk. The, because stealing the from US the mail, ladies and gentlemen, is a federal, federal offense. offense. <laughs> but, and we find out later that she gets $500 a week as an allowance anyway. But it's kind of a kindness. You're like, yeah. okay, you know, she cares about this guy. That's kind of nice. So now she's at the local diner. And this is where we're introduced to Maggie. Who, what do you, so Maggie is a young gymnast what are your thoughts on her? You looked at some interviews, so you've got some insight. Because Maggie doesn't talk like everybody else. She no, talks she's, like she's from L.A. or something. She she does state she's not, from, you know, she's there. She's not from there, that she came there to train with yeah. uh, the Russian. Um, but, yeah, she's just a sweet, innocent Bubbling, girl. Bubbling, Always happy, always bubbly. But Hope is her hero. Is her hero. And then when she does the... You know, she sees her in there and then goes back and then does cart, you know, the backflip cartwheel on the, on the street. all the way across the front window trying to get her attention. Yeah. That was nice. And Maggie comes into the diner with Ben, <coughs> who um, played by Thomas Middleditch, and Ben kind of reintroduces himself to Hope, and he reminds her that his father <laughs> co-owns the gym with Coach P, and that's when she's like, he has a facial tick. And, and he she, didn't at that up till then until she she seems to bring it on. Yeah. She and calls she's him, like, "Oh yeah, 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 you're twitchy," and that's what she calls him. Yeah. So that part just cracked me up how he could do that at will because it looks involuntary. It, well, you know, I don't think it was. Again, I don't think it was offensive. It wasn't over the top. It was a character trait. It yeah. was kind of endearing because they use it. They don't use it for comedy. They use it for comedy once. There's a couple times. Yeah. They, I thought once, but it's not offensive. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's not done that way. And when she defends him later, I think it's kind of cool. Um, but when she comes home from the diner and her dad's sitting in the in the living room reading a book, did you notice the name of the book? No. It's called Saying No. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I do remember that now. Because he's, and like he's he said, he knows. Clearly. He's got to get out of this, and yeah. then we find out he's going. Uh, he's going to be retiring. But he's been enabling this girl for twenty 
years. Now, this is when you start well, thinking like, this think, is think negligent. Ab- think about it from the dad perspective. I get it. Mom, mom died when she was a baby. She went on the Olympian track, you know, so she, that's At her whole life. Insistence. We well, find out later that the, co- the coach P didn't want to train her the second time. So the dad, I'm like, yeah, he's but, culpable. This is negligent. Well, the second time was the failure where she she didn't get there. Right. But again, it was at the dad's insistence. And maybe it was because he thought his daughter wanted it. But she is in a state of arrested development and delusional to the point of psychosis because of him. Well, he is reading the book. He's trying to say no. So this is when dad confronts her about the stealing. And this is another one of those painful things where she knows she's doing it. He says, you're stealing. It's a federal affair. No, he says, my boss is finding, you know, mail missing from my thing. And she's like, so suck less. (laughs) When she knows she's fucking doing it. Yeah, there is so many one-liners in this. I mean, you, you know. It's a gold mine. It it is, and, and you know I, I'm not going to drop. I want people to watch the movie, but this is where we find that Dad pushed her to go for another medal, and he says I was wrong, we were wrong, and she has the line, "It's worse for an adult to be wrong." So and he agrees with her. You start to feel. This is why her performance, I think, is really good. You may yeah. disagree, is when you start to kind of see behind the curtain a little bit, and feel no. a little bad. Yeah, in they, a way, they did a great job with the writing. I mean, there is a deep underlying current through this whole thing. Now, forgive me if you disagree, but I think the best relationship in this movie, the top relationship in this movie, is the father and his fish, Bradley. <laughs> Man, nothing. I, my is mind was racing through all of them, and I'm like going this and that, him and her, nope, and this and that, nope. and then you pull out the Dan fish and Bradley the fish. Holy <laughs> fuck! It's, and she makes it clear, he doesn't even know you're there. He doesn't know you exist. he talks to Bradley. It's the sweetest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he even tells Bradley that he knows, you know, you know that I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) He takes him on the road. Oh, yeah. yeah, Down there when they go to Toronto. (laughs) He takes him to the hotel. So at at this point, um, we're reminded that, that Hope's mom passed away when she was five and a half months old. And this is when we find out that Coach P, her coach, has committed suicide. Yeah, she's back when they're it, on TV is how they find it on yeah. the news when they she's sitting in the chair there. For the first time, I didn't put it together, but I think we find out later the reasons why Coach P committed suicide. She was broke and a heavy drinker. Yeah. Well, spoiler. What they said later on. <laughs> and we find out a little more about Maggie and Maggie <laughs> Is kind of like Hope, but different because Maggie's got a single mom who is a janitor at a community college. Right. But her dad left her when she was like yeah, six or not eight. not dead, but it's still yeah, it's kind it, of interesting how they, they have it kind of similar. Yeah. But Hope makes sure to tell her that her mom died at yeah, hers was five, and a half, yeah, five and a half months years old and was a lot worse. So Hope gets into it with her dad again and breaks the number one dad mug. Now, as a father of three daughters, your thoughts? <laughs> I was heartbroken. She throws, slams it yeah. to the ground. Was that when he cut off her allowance? Uh, no. Because they're in a heated argument. That's when her sandwich didn't have pepperoncinis, I think. And I'd all been at the same time. But it, it's a furious argument. She rips the dad mug that she made as a little girl for him that he drinks out of every day and just smashes it right at his feet. Yeah. 
So you're like hot and cold on this character. Yeah. Um, and this is the point that I noticed that she is in her Olympic warm-up outfit, baggy at all times. Yeah. Yeah, the USA. And I know a little – and, and so metaphorically, you know, we're going to get highbrow on this podcast, but that is her armor. And one thing that I did read is her bangs. Melissa Rausch is the character. Whenever she tugged on her bangs when she was nervous – that was also her armor. She wished she could pull her bangs over her face. Yeah. So kind of a cool, you know, actor's choice there. Yeah, I mean, she's she, I mean, she's living on her, you know, her past glory every single day. Yeah. So now we have Hope and her dad at uh, the kitchen table and he finds a letter from Coach P written at some point previous to her suicide. Which is interesting, but uh, was this? A oh, this was this was after her drunk fest, because she was hungover that morning when oh, he had the mail yeah, at the table. Oh, that's so the one liner in the bar. Oh my god! Oh, when she goes to the bar and yeah, and she's the the, the two big black dudes are sitting next to her, and she's yeah. like slamming on the bar. Hey, yeah. hey, buy me another drink. Yeah, I'll let you double team me. If I, you buy I me haven't had my period. Or I, I barely have a period anymore, so you can like yeah. do me all raw and shit. And that's <laughs> it's like what the fuck. That's again when you're like, this character has been done a disservice by her father, who should be jailed at this point, <laughs> because she is sexually dysfunctional. Like that's a problem, and not saying that there's anything wrong with a you know a healthy three way, but just the way she approached it was so desperate. Buy her a drink and you can double team her. That yeah. goes on in bars all the time. I guess. It's been a while since I've been I, in the bar. It isn't scene. a bar that I know of here, <laughs> here, but. So, yeah, the next day she's hung over and she gets a letter from Coach P, and the coach uh, has written her and saying that Maggie Townsend, this new little prodigy who Coach, had, coach P had been coaching, um, if Hope continues to coach her, she will receive five hundred thousand dollars she's got to coach her all the way As to all the way to the toronto to, to the games yeah i don't yeah, want to get Tor- sued by the Olympics well toronto's the location they do say toronto in the movie they do um and i think it's funny that math is an issue for hope because there's that like it's a half a million dollars well I that's another five hundred thousand no she she was homeschooled by her dad yeah by her dad so Again, it's it's just him and her. Yeah. They're they're a unit and you know, that's why they have these issues. And that's another mean she she's like trying to process this and she's like, You're breathing so loud. How can ever anybody think with your breathing? Yeah. And she's so mean to him. She uh, never stops. And he just takes it until until he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. There was yeah. Oh. He, he does have a moment. In- Interesting. My you clip know? may have something to do with that. Oh uh, yeah. So uh, Hope decides to train Maggie. You know, she goes to visit her in a room. Well, and it's I, all about the Benjamins. Well, yeah, I mean, she, her allowance is being motivated. taken away, and now half a million dollars. But then I'm curious as to the fact: why does she sabotage Maggie? Because Maggie is going to get all the attention, and she's going to be a husband. Yeah, she's, she's not, not going to get free food. Hope's she's not, not going to get, get her free. money if she doesn't no, take her all the it way. It doesn't matter. The letter said. All she has to do is coach her to to through Toronto. She has an interesting to the way end of her run. It didn't matter what place she came in. Did you notice in Maggie's bedroom, her door handle was like all up like in the middle of the door? It 
Well, it, it was a mobile it home. It looked like a sunken. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, it's a mobile home. Okay. And, and I feel shame. I'm sorry. 70s mobile home with the wood paneling. I feel shame. <laughs> well, the scene in their bedroom is pretty cute. Yeah, I can't believe Hope Ann Gregory. Do you notice that Hope Ann Gregory, her initials are hag? <laughs> no. No. And then I never realized it was Annabelle as well until one point somebody calls yeah. her that, that it's short for Annabelle. So uh, Hope decides to train Maggie, which I think is great. And their first session together, I think, is kind of interesting. It's not it's not very productive because Hope doesn't really do anything with her and he has her lay down and and she's just giving her kind of philosophical advice. Yeah. And Well, first off, she says, I'll be ready at seven. And then she says, I'll be here at noon. And then she rolls up at two o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. <laughs> not shocking and from then, what we know uh, about her to this point. Yeah. Well, all she's got to do is coach her as far as she can go and then she, and she gets the money but that's why that's it so, so if she sabotages her her life can go on the same way as it always has but the next scene they're at the diner and yeah. i love a, a setup like that where it's just full of junk food yeah and hope is like you got to eat all this food and michael phelps eats twelve thousand cal- calories a day yeah and that's when maggie said coach p has a no boys rule and again, Hope trying to sabotage her sees a boy at the counter. That she's giddy over. Yeah. And puts them together. You guys got to bang right away. Ch- exchange numbers. Rub your crotches. She says it really raunchy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, you guys will watch and, the movie and you'll hear some great one-liners. So, you know, showing our age and they exchange your numbers, I expect pen and paper to come out, right? They hand each other their phones. Yeah, phone. that's what you do. And then rap a tap tap. And then she goes, oh, he's kind of slow. And then she's giggling the whole time because yeah. she she yeah. typed it in a lot faster. I would be like, "What kind of phone you got? All right, how do you pull up the <laughs> <laughs> fuck? You know, the girl's gone. That's okay. Then you would have asked for some paper from the waitress, and it would have been charming. <laughs> and like, ah, oh, so rustic. <laughs> Writing he, on a napkin. He's probably gentle in the bedroom as well. What am I going to do? Wipe my ass with it? <laughs> So now we have the first of a few montages, and this is the eating montage. I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> See, I, I ate before I came. Yeah, I never You did do. not have time? No, but Hope is taking her to this one. Pizza. I mean, they're eating. I don't Tacos. know what they're eating. They're like. Every fried food known to mankind. Yeah, and it looks like a and lot he, of um, sloppy Joes. Well, like a huge mozzarella stick. You know, she takes this, she goes, here, shove this in your mouth, you know, (laughs) using the whole phallic symbol. Yeah. And it's, it's a fun scene and it just makes you hungry. That's all. That's all we can say about it. Did they already have the scene where she said, she tells her to shut her mouth? Shut your cock hole. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. (laughs) We've, so that again, we're, we're not going to, can't say everything, but there is so many one-liners in this movie. So it makes you wonder between a husband and wife who wrote this one, who's the dirtier of the two? And two, good for them. Like, and I they think are they try to. Each other. I think they try to outdo each other. Probably in the interview. Now, hubby's not in any of the interviews I saw. Right. But when uh, Melissa, <laughs> not Bernadette, is in a describing their writing and stuff, and and especially, you know, the the big scene we'll call it that everybody talks about. They were trying to outdo each other. Yeah. They were making bullet points and trying to up it and up They're it, and I'm meant like meant for each other. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, that night must have been hell on wheels there. They must have. <laughs> well, they didn't say that they tried something. it out themselves, but uh, 
So Come on. after the eating montage, this is when Hope and we know an Olympic evaluator is coming to evaluate Hope or Maggie that Hope puts, I don't know, a half an ounce of weed in Maggie's shake for that morning. The whole bag. <laughs> it's huge fucking buds. Drops <laughs> it in a blender. So it looks like a wheatgrass blend. It must have tasted like horseshit. <laughs> I can't imagine. The I, smell of it. And Maggie is probably an innocent, so she's maybe never done weed well, before. But she, It had a lid on it, and she's drinking it through but a it straw. Must have, okay. Whatever else was in there. Let's say there's yogurt in there, some banana. Yeah. That much weed, it must have tasted. That would have killed a horse. I mean, she poured a whole freaking bag have in died. there. Maggie would have died. But it's a movie, and it's good that she didn't. But she was catatonic. But she's high as shit <laughs> yeah. doing her routine. She can't even, She can't. she's up on the bars going, wee, <laughs> wee. Who wouldn't, though? Yeah. Right? I mean, she can't even, yeah, she can't do anything. And she's clearly gained a dangerous amount of weight in a short amount of time. Yeah. Because yeah. they put a little fat suit on and her. And old Lancey something. boy goes, what did you do to her? She's got a beer gut. Well, now we meet Lance the fucker Tucker, <laughs> who is the Olympic evaluator played by Sebastian Stan. And from moment one, you're like, douchebag. Yeah. And he does it so well. Yeah, you hate him. He he's he's a I, I like him as an and, actor. And okay, so we're pretty far along in this movie, and our girl our girl. Hope has been just a, just such a bitch. Yeah. But I like her. And on that, why? Do you? Yeah. I do too. We're rooting for her. I do too. I think it's just we because of the mom and the child star. And you, you it's just... not enough. It's not enough to like her. I think it's the actress. It's the the accent. Yeah. It's the whole thing. But it's so And raunchy. as soon as she comes up against the villain of the movie, then that kind of, you're like, okay, I get it. But Sebastian Stan plays Lance Tucker, and I do you think they competed at the same 2004 games, right? He won gold and silver. Yeah, and he deflowered her. And yep, yep. <laughs> she, she says he he popped her cherry, and then the dad has that great line. That about, is such don't a give beautiful line. I don't even want to say it because it's such a great line. But okay, it and so Lance is shocked at what happens to Maggie, and. Doesn't give her a, a good grade because she's there's high. no grade. She couldn't. She he just even... leaves. But he has this interaction. And did you read it? So in the interview, when Sebastian Stan came in, he one of his first scenes was with um, Middleditch, and it was when he they first meet. And he's like, "What are you? What are you flirting with me?" Because Thomas Middleditch has that that uh, oh the twitching yeah. twitch. Yeah, you blinking at me. You winking at yeah, me. Yeah, you winking at me. And he says something about um um. He has a deformity problem, and yeah. Hope defends him. Yeah, he says, doesn't have a deformity problem. Yeah, he's not deformed. And I thought that was, again, you're starting to, she kind of comes her, back. Her and arc is starting to, to yeah. uh, take a little form there. And then Lance, said, he, like he doesn't like his water, and he's like, get me a Fiji or something that's pH <laughs> balanced. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, because he's got to be more of a dick yeah. than, that's, uh, that's than Hope is. That's true. Yeah. And that to this point is di- it takes a lot. Yeah, you got to really roll time. it on heavy. Yeah, that's, that's funny. So then he goes straight to to Maggie's mother. Yeah. To tie to take over her coaching. Yeah. And then uh, Hope finds out she's not going to get the money if she doesn't coach her all the way. So she <laughs> she goes barreling after. Yeah, she takes it serious. Yeah. And that's you know again you get the history. So Lance popped my cherry. She talks to her dad. Don't give him that power. 
And Lance is really mean to her. And he says, you know, it sucks that you got injured. And then he, he says, he mentions her, her, her chest about your imbalancer or something. And she says, I didn't get boobs. I didn't want to. I had other things to do. And she wears these baggy clothes. Well, she's she still taping so them delusional down. Yeah. that she thinks that she could have the power to not get them because she had other things to do. Because well, that's when you're like, and maybe this is the psychology. Well, she's just plain old lying because she knows at that moment they're taped down. Yeah, yeah, and they and she and Ben talk about that. And now she goes home, and I think this is the meanest she is to her dad. Okay. When he says, "How's your day?" After after the confrontation yeah, with the, the mother, and she gets the coach and Maggie, Maggie she says wins. she's going to stay. Yeah, yeah. She goes home, and she's that's the meanest she is to her dad. How's your day? Oh, so many questions. And she says, do you want me to ask about your day? And he's like, yeah, it would be nice. And then she's like, oh, what was your stupid day? Yeah. You were running the mail. But... You, know, you know why this one gets you, Ryan? Can I tell you? Can I, I be don't. the psychologist in this, in I this don't part? Know, you, know why I the, you know why? Of all those scenes, that one gets you? It's because she was behaving like a 14-year-old. Interesting. Not mine. So far. <laughs> <laughs> and no. She does. No. <laughs> so this is when you see her become motivated. And I think it's kind of a cool pivot, right? Uh-huh. Like she's motivated to really work hard. And this is when <laughs> she's like, dad, wake me up at 6 a.m. Yeah. And she yells at him about that. And he wakes her up, hope, hope. <laughs> and she punches him in the face. Just, just slugs him, gives him a right cross. <laughs> but what the sound effect on that was so yeah. beautiful in uh, Gary Cole, yeah. right? Is Gary that right? Cole. Yeah, he, he does it uh, <laughs> He takes it on the chin. And here's the thing. I, I but it's same shit. Like it's happened before. Okay. Yeah. He's woken her up from a drunken stupor, and, gotten punched in the face. And and there isn't a, a scene in Big Bang that that happens, but it's not oh. her. It's it's Penny. So Penny and Leonard are are in bed together and it's and uh they have the ring from the from my precious. Oh they got the one from the actual movie. And Sheldon's coming and he's trying to steal it. And Penny wakes up and screams and slugs him. Oh. I mean, it's almost like None of right these names out of that. mean anything to me. Well, Sheldon, everyone, maybe. Out, everyone out there. <laughs> but you. But are there other parallels from that show in this movie um, that you saw? Yeah. Well, did, didn't I say one earlier when we first started? I don't think so. Because there was another it. one, but th- this this one reminded me of that scene. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, and you kind of saw the punch coming, and then, again, oh, yeah. the dad's reaction was like, okay. Yeah, but the sound effect was but just... But she got up at six. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have another montage, and this is the training montage set, I'd like, to Ace of Bass. Little 90s music action. Oh. Okay. That was not a band that resonated with I, you in I, the nineties. I, I know. I guess I've heard that name about like you've heard Sheldon. She, I saw the song. And all that she wants is okay. another baby. I know that song. And I thought that was kind of a cool, you know, way to do. And that's when Maggie says, "I want to do my routine to classical music." Oh, what a line! And, and, <laughs> and it's in the in the trailer. Coach P. Coach, Coach P, P said I should do that. And that was a good idea. And, and Hope's like, well, she thought a full bush was a good idea, but we know that that's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> classic. That was what they, yeah. She thought that was classic. Yep. yep. And 
the training montage a- well, ends. I mean, if we're going to get raunchy, interestingly enough, we should probably bring up, you know, that when we get to the big scene, you know, the scene, it, the scene, we're building it, it, this up. Yeah, the, you know, greatly the big Bush reference being disgusting is, is taken care of. Oh, I, well, I don't think there ever was one <laughs> for, for, because you know, these, these gymnasts have to, you know, keep things tight and tight men and women. <laughs> so at the end of the training montage is when they create their secret handshake, which I think is endearing. Uh, which, <laughs> did you notice? How is that endearing? Did you notice the people in the audience of the Olympics doing the secret handshake? I saw a couple in the background at yeah, one point. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you watch the movie, you'll understand what the secret handshake is. And it's essentially the the hand, the finger going into the other finger hole indicating sexual relations. But the regional qualifiers come, and Maggie, interestingly enough, gets third place. Enough to qualify. Yep. Yeah, they called it the qualifier. You're, you're qualifying for the Olympics. Is that how it works, though? Yeah. It is, right? Regional sure, I believe it does. Qualifiers. Yeah. And Lance is there with a new prodigy, and Lance reveals that he has been appointed the women's head coach of gymnastics. Team USA. Yeah. And again, he's kind of saying, yeah. I'll take over from here. And th- th- this is where... I'm sure I'm not don't know anything about it, but I, I know that's gotta be unrealistic. Like, you know, that she'd be allowed to train somewhere else and they never the yeah. team is always together and it's always under one coaching staff. Right. You know. So they do deviate from reality a little bit there, but that you know, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't you know, I, I'm not as embroiled in the Olympic, you know, uh, yeah, details. But, I mean there's like you're like, there's no way that would happen. The team of the team of five girls and the alternate backups are all going to be training together in yeah. the same place, yeah. and you know, they don't have individual coaches. That and yeah, that just go off to Amherst, Ohio. That's true. And have secret handshakes. All right, all right we got one hole in this movie. The Fine. Secret, the secret handshake. <laughs> now the bowling alley scene. This is a celebratory scene. They're in the bowling alley. It's been yeah, her training's going good. It's hope. And Maggie, she's bowling. And this is when Melissa Rausch's um, accent got me, the way she, she says nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Again, she's just eating nach- nachos. I, I come here for the nachos. Yeah. Um, and this is when she does something impossible. And that Maggie goes to that claw game to win a stuffed animal, which is rigged. And I will tell you this. I know this. My father-in-law... He ran an arcade in the eighties and he says, these things are stacked against you. You're not, he, they shove them in there. You're not supposed to win. They're a money sucker. <laughs> but hope wins Maggie a little, what is it? Like a rhino with, with a, a Harley, jacket? Harley, Harley Davidson, Davidson leather yeah, jacket yeah. on. Yeah. Which do, did you notice it later winks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that was, was at in- the moment. So there is a tie-in from that. So Maggie actually does something nice. I mean, Hope does something nice for Maggie, wins her the little prize, and gives it to her. Yeah. And she's all excited because she hasn't really done that to this point in the movie for anybody. Yeah. And then when you bring up the wink, that is the other scene where she takes the uh, the high road. <laughs> that's a that's and, a great scene too. And and I believe that in the writing that they tied those together. Yeah. I, I just like that kind of metaphor or metaphysical aspect of the the, the stuffed animal winking. So one of my favorite, the, uh, 
You're going to be so mad at me. Not <laughs> mad at me. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is the date scene in the mall with 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 Ben and Hope. Okay. I think it's so sweet, uh-huh. and it's adorable, and it's the kind of shit that I would have done and have done. And, and it reminds you of the ice rink in Happy Gilmore. What? Where they sing. Oh, okay. My- yeah, yeah. Endless love. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. You could tell totally, it. You yeah. know, the ice rink's it's closed. Going, going he has a guy. Beyond. He has a guy open it. But before the date, did you notice that Hope comes home, and her father is making her favorite dinner? Did you catch this? Yeah. Chicken fingers with White Castle burger stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, we should Google to see if Amherst has a White Castle, but they don't. What? what wait. You got a frozen pig. Wait. Chicken Are you a real fingers big White Castle fan? With White Castle burger stuffing. So um, <laughs> you're, I spent you're the cook. <laughs> a strange amount of time breaking this down. How could you possibly do this, right? This is what it is in my mind. You take a chicken finger. You hollow it out. You take a White Castle burger. You mash it up like a puree. You stick it in the chicken finger. You reheat that up in the oven, and that is chicken fingers with White Castle burger stuffing. So maybe that's where the taint reference comes to later on, the stuffing part of it. When she says he's going <laughs> to... Yeah, that, ladies and gentlemen and listeners, you have to hear that whole scene for your yeah, own. Yeah, we got to let her um, say it. It's too good. We could not do homage to that. But uh, again, chicken fingers with White Castle... Well, how would you do it? Oh, White I, Castle... You, oh, you've seen me eat. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's like uh, turkey and stuffing, where stuffing is its own thing. So it's chicken fingers, and he makes stuffing out of the White Castle burger. Yeah. So essentially chopping it up into a stuffing consistency. I didn't look it up online. I, w- I would take a bite of the White Castle, a bite of the chicken finger. There you go. But, he, I mean, it's very clear that that's a thing. <laughs> we'll never know, probably. Um, so, yeah, we that was, you know... A long, detailed yes, it was. analogy. So now you have people that can make this dish. Yeah. See, this is the thing. I want a food compendium to our podcast. So people to do like food and the recipes from the so movies that the, we do. The, and then send photos in. The Great White North Baking Show? No, no. Well, I mean, you could do the grilled cheese from this, the chicken fingers with White Castle burger stuffing. Um, but they go to the date and Ben takes her to the mall which is clearly closed and they park (laughs) and the first thing she does so because she's a what was the word you used about her stubbed uh maturity but the sex she's emotionally stunted yeah stunted and 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 sexually um messed up right so what would a girl think when the guy parks in a dark parking lot nobody else is there what? Why they're there? Uh, the panties go up to the knees. Uh, she puts her legs straight Feet up in the air. Feet go straight up in the air to the ceiling. Did you and say, see the go. Pa- the granny panties though? They I just saw it was huge. like rolled up white. I thought it was like she had a parachute in her pants. <laughs> it just. <laughs> and she assumes that he's just there to bang her because everybody wants to bang a gymnast. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of surprised by that move in the movie because. Ben has been nothing but kind. He's not predatory. He's shy and he's sweet. So that kind of, I get it for the comedy, but it didn't play yeah. for me. 
Well, the parking lot was just pitch black, and there was nobody but there. I mean, it, what about him to that made point sense. made you think that he's just taking her there? And to he fuck didn't even park up by the door. He like parked way back. So uh, okay. it made sense. It made sense to okay. me because of her her mindset. But she was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought you just wanted to fuck a gymnast. So that's not the case. He's saving it for. He's saving himself for marriage. Yeah. Which again, we, and we just really stare at each other. <laughs> Amherst, Ohio, <Yeah>. folks. <laughs> <laughs> They're really great there, but he takes her into the mall, and he's prearranged. <laughs> the guy, so they go into the mall food court, and he yeah. has John, who's been mentioned a couple of times. Wasn't it the security guy the that security was in the guy. chair earlier? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he's got the handlebar mustache. That matches from a previous movie we reviewed about being a yeah. convict. And he steals a kiosk, a, a, a candle kiosk, and rolls it over, having lit most of the candles. So I assume that's somebody's business. Oh, I didn't catch that. That he stole, and he lit all their candles. Oh, because he steals later on in The Truth or Dare. Yeah, but it, I thought it was really sweet. I, I didn't think catch this, that. this date is really like a sweet thing. Well, he says, you know, I know... There's only two places you like, and you know the diner's closed, so he can't get in there. So he makes the arrangements yeah. for them all. It's nice, and so they they he arranges for John to play some music, and they dance, and then they play Truth the or Dare. The dance was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, well, it was the best it could be. Well, they're dancing apart, and then finally they he start starts. To no, dance we like, should we should yeah. do an actual slow dance here. Yeah. Then they play Truth or Dare, and he. She dares him to steal a, a, a punch card steak from, and shake the, or from whatever. the steakhouse, yeah. And he jumps over the thing and steals it, and he's all edgy after doing it. But the the whole scene, you know, as far as, like, the romance part of it, I, I like that. Like, I would have done what he did. If I had the resources and I really liked this girl, I uh-huh. totally would have done that. I would have stole the steak punch card. I would have punched it all out. I would have been nervous. I would have done the whole thing. So you saw yourself in that I did. Character. I saw myself in Ben as an awkward, you know, just weirdo guy. But he wants to go above and beyond and make a memorable first date for her. Oh, yeah. And he totally does. Yeah, he does. And I think she's kind of taken by this. Yeah. There is there is a little subtext there where you kind of – she's kind of yeah. playing it where she's like, oh, you know, he, he's really – he really likes me. Yeah. And this is one of those things where – they end up back at the gym and Maggie is training and she's like, I want to go for one more. And they turn the lights out and they have a birthday surprise for hope. Yeah. And they bring it. So is her birthday the 4th of July? Yeah. And her dad has to give her trivia, like a quiz about the 4th of July. <laughs> well, that's what he did when she was a little, child, was a little so, child. And he's still doing it. And he's still doing this remedial. All right, yeah. here's the quiz for your cake. And there's sparklers on the cake. <laughs> You know, and dad's carrying the cake. Yeah. Now, um, this is another, this is talking about what she was doing for her physicality was when Ben is, is with her They're after their first date and they're kind of, you know, connected. This is when he asks about her taping her breasts down. Yeah. There's another truth or dare session. Yeah. They're having truth or dare. Yeah. And he asks about this and it's funny, the list of guys, she's like, who told you? This guy, this guy, Jerry at the gas station. Yeah, yeah the rotor rooter guy, Stacy at Quiznos. And he's like, stop, stop. That's quite a list. And he starts twitching. 
But that was, again, a pretty sweet moment. Like, it, it turns, it doesn't turn into a romantic comedy, but yeah. I like the elements of this. Yeah, well, he's, he's had a crush on her for years, and, yeah. you know, he's he's starting to come around. Yeah. Um, now we get to the games. And the next montage. Now, I got to wonder, is the actress... Haley Lee Richardson, how, is she doing any? Because it looks like she may be doing some of this stuff. She doesn't do those flips in the air and stuff, but she does some of the um, floor routine. It looks like in in the beginning right. of it, um, maybe a little bit on the beam, you know, when she's standing there. But th- they did hire a whole yeah whole crew, and there were some professional. Um, oh, there were a lot of gymnasts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about the big scene and who they hired for that. But I was I was pretty impressed with what I think maybe Haley Lou Richardson actually did for this movie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's blocking. She runs off screen and yeah. I'm sure it cuts to different things, but Yeah, when you really watch it closely, you can see where the cuts are yeah. and and when it's a gymnast, yeah. And this is when I again I was like these are amazing athletes. The oh, things that these people do. The stuff on that beam is insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. That beam is four inches wide. Is it? Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. And it's about, I don't know how high off the ground, three or four feet. And Why? it and it, it, it bounces. <laughs> what? A little bit. You what know, depending on how you to far. That sport? Like, diff- I want to do the scariest thing ever. The, the grace and difficulty. Yeah. Combined. It's, oh, God. Yeah. It's, and I think it's been noted. It's like, the hardest sport there is. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Not at all. So now we're back into, into the bar, and this is the first time I think you see her without her warm-up shirt on. She's wearing a white T-shirt, and you see the that girls she are out. is very well-endowed person. Yeah. And this – and her, her hair's relaxed a little bit. So she, now, ever since that date scene when he took her, her hair out, off. she, let her, she yeah. let her – she didn't have her hair pulled back. And, again, she's a really – the the – the the act she's a really really pretty woman, but this is a big reveal, and it's very casual because she's talking to Ben, and she doesn't seem to be searching for a double team at this point in time. No, it's something triggered her before that. I can't think of what it was, but when she's at the bar drinking and an old Lancy boy shows up, something had triggered her to something had happened before that to that you know triggered so her to go to the bar and drink. Ben reveals that. Coach P was broke and the gym was going under. And he says it really casually, like he expected her to know that was the case. Oh, yeah. I got ahead of you then. I thought you were at the bar scene after this. No, this is the thing before. So this is the trigger. And she immediately puts things together. And this is when we get back into her dad's room. Yeah. This is my clip. And he's got the, he's got the he's portable gonna take, goldfish. He's going to take Bradley to the pool. <laughs> and he's worried about the chlorine content. Again, best relationship oh, in this movie. What's dad's first name? Stan and Bradley. Stan and Bradley. But Hope comes back <laughs> to the room and she suspects something's up. And there is a confrontation. Now, the clip is a little long. Now, this is a special clip for me because it's a clip that I recorded when we were going to do a totally different podcast. Do you remember that? No. Weird. Okay. The first podcast idea we had? For this week? No, no, no. The first actual podcast we were going to do. Oh, yes. I thought you meant for this week. No. You, you want me to name it? No, no, no. Okay. It's okay because we, we may still We don't do want to give it away because we may still do it. So this is the clip that I was going to do for this this that particular podcast. Okay. And it 
it works for me in this because I could do any number of her funny lines or her vulgar lines. Wait, wait. You were going to pick this movie yeah. to be yes, I was. the beatdown of the... Yeah, I was. Um, so this is the confrontation between Hope and her father when Hope realizes that something may be up with this whole $500,000 deal. There is no money, Hope. The fuck are you talking about? I wrote the suicide Coach P had killed herself. You are a sick fucking man. I just didn't know what else to do with you. It was my one shot to get you to do something with your life. For you to be happy again and for me to get my sweet little girl back. Do something with my life. How about I'm a national fucking hero? Yes, you were. I am. You are nothing. You are a bitch. Now shut your mouth before I shut it for you. So that's a scene that kind of comes out of nowhere. Oh, it, and Gary Cole is so good in that. Yeah. I I and when he lashes out at her and he calls her a bitch. Well, it's the first time he he really I don't want to say stands up to her, but really like does the father thing. Yeah. He says, Look, you know, you're doing this, this is what's right, kind yeah. of thing. And she's taken aback. You don't you know, when there's that silence there, she's sits down on the bed and she's kind of in shock. Yeah, because Dad's never done that to her yet before. But what a diabolical fucking plan to pretend, uh-huh. like to write the coach's yeah. suicide note. Well, and she's right. 
I mean, yeah. you know, everything she said about, let me get this straight, this wannabe is going to take everything from her. But again, it, it, she was never given the opportunity to be a rational person. She doesn't have the tools to handle this as an adult. So of course she's going to freak out. Yeah. And she goes down to the bar yeah. and drinks a slippery so, nipple. Yeah. How did, how did it, you know, that was the trigger. <laughs> a white Russian. Is it? Yeah, I thought there was whipped cream on top. No, Lance it. says it. It does. But he, he says a white Russian. A right, really? White Russian doesn't have a whipped cream on top. I don't know these it food doesn't. drinks. It's uh, it's cream, it's uh, Kahlua, and it's vodka. No, no. Uh, I thought. Haven't you ever seen The Big Lebowski, dude? Yeah, but I don't. Oh, yeah, he drinks white Russians. Yeah. Well, she probably asked for whipped cream on it because she's. Yeah, she probably did. She's yeah, yeah. Hope. <laughs> yeah. So she meets up with Lance in the bar, and let's just get to it. Um, they uh, go back to a hotel room, the somebody's hotel room. Yeah, because they they've done it before. He's they he, have. he took her virginity. Once. Um, but this sex scene, it's between two the big scene Olympic athletes, and so I a told gold, you a gold a silver and a bronze and he's got a tattoo right over his dick it's it's the necklace it's the red <laughs> yeah, white right and blue necklace dick. going around the navel down to the crotch <laughs> and and what's hanging there where the gold medal should so be so i told you that this was a crazy <laughs> sex scene your thoughts just go was it crazy to you? It, it was it's completely wild um <laughs> and the best way i can describe it is by having the writers describe it when they said and when I say writers, it was so it was her and her husband that wrote this, right? She was presenting this to the board to get a rating on the movie. And they wrote it all out in great detail and sent it to them. And they said, um, yeah, just send us the clip. There's never been a gymnastic sex scene before. So just send us the clip and then we'll give it the rating. Yep. So this apparently they wrote together, husband and wife trying to outdo each other so you probably already know body doubles uh just one oh uh, in one of the interviews there was a guy oh, no sebastian and, and Stan did, did all of his see i one of the interviews they said no she melissa two. roush did has a had a body double sebastian stan did his and her body double was from cirque du soleil yeah and her and her husband Went through all the photos together. Yeah, to pick and, and picked out. And Sebastian Stan didn't do all. He didn't do all the like gymnastic stuff, but he was there in yeah. a bunch of it. So yeah. Sebastian Stan she, wasn't. She was same. there too. Like when they come crashing through the door, there are yeah. scenes where it's, but it's like, just her. Like but any naked, of the physical stuff. Yeah, Sebastian Stan got naked. He he did as much of it as he could. Yeah, and you. So I watched it a couple times, and you can tell when it's the stand-in because her her blonde hair is like poofier and a little like yeah. a little not as silky it, so you can definitely tell it's not it doesn't matter Melissa. It's, it's so over the top and that... the music what was the song oh shit yeah that's a good call it yeah i forgot i, sh- I should have wrote it down and so the rings that were hanging by the window are still there, folks. Yeah. You they, can drive to Amherst, Ohio right now. They were in an accessible room. That was a real room at that yeah, hotel. It's a handicap ADA room. And there were rings on the windows. And unfortunately, while they were using the rings, Ben walked by. Old Twitchy just got slammed. Yeah. He, and he walks by the window. That's a, of all, I mean, you walk in on your girl, maybe it's old missionary or whatever. <laughs> 
that's got to be the worst way. That, not holding right? on to the rings with her way. face planted into yep. the window, just yep. getting hammered. It's uh, it, it's again, it's <laughs> that scene comes out of nowhere in a way and is so funny. Yeah, it almost feels like it doesn't fit. It almost feels like slapstick, but. I didn't. I didn't mind. Well, it, it. is a comic scene. I yeah. agree. Oh, it's super funny. Yeah, it, it's you're just like going the way. They're, oh my god, they're flipping each other over yeah. and the pommel horse each other around. So, yeah. yeah, he uses her as a pommel horse at one time, so <laughs> then lands behind her and starts drilling. Yeah, it's, and then, it's uh, funny. Yeah, but, the upside down against the wall. So that was Sebastian Stan's second day of filming. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, here getting, I am, folks, just getting to know the crew. That <laughs> yeah. was his second day. How do you do? Holy cow. So this happens, um, and they they have, you know, they're still competing. Maggie's still competing, and you have the confrontation between Ben and Lance. And Ben stands up to Lance, and he says, you're a stupid jerk face or something. And Ben tosses um, Hope aside. He's like, I know what you did. Um, and so there's that kind of tension, and that's when Lance – yells that he's the god of gymnastics and he's zeus mm-hmm. and he's having his freak out I mean, he, he just did what he did just to be mean and use her yeah yeah there's um just for fun just to just to have a to have a go well he had so twitchy breaks up with her because he knows that and then they have that confrontation during the confrontation he tells them oh are you two together and he's like no because they had just broken up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, she's a, she's a bad lay. She was a bad lay in 04. Yeah, she was a bad lay, lay last. And I'm like, what? We just spent okay. an entire two hours talking about how incredible that gymnastics sex scene was. I mean. You it, know, building up to the big scene, right? It couldn't have been bad. I yeah. don't know. I, Lance's standards must be so incredibly high if that was bad, I guess. No. he Yeah. That's just the level of yeah dictum he'll go yeah, to. Yeah. He's just an asshole. So Maggie uh, wins the gold, which is good, and her mom um, makes it. Her mom makes it, and there's that great scene where Hope decides to either say that her mom died on the way there <laughs> or doesn't die to well, motivate her. Oh, before the floor routine. Yeah, before the floor routine. Yeah, so if if, if you can find a spiritual moment in this movie, I, I would have to go with that one because they play oh. out this whole thing. But it turns out to be in Hope's mind where right before she's about to do her last routine, and if she scores high enough, she wins gold. Yeah. And she said, where, where, what did my mom say? She doesn't know her mom's there. And she says, your mom died in a plane crash. On the way she, here. She's with, yeah, welcome to the No Mothers Club. And then she you know, freaks out and can't perform. That was filmed pretty well because I thought – Hope it was, was really saying that. Yeah, yeah, they really did it. And then, you know, but what cut does that to, say about Hope's character at that point? I mean, doesn't that. Yeah, I like, mean, she's done a, as far as an she's arc. She's been as she so can. up and down, like redeemed, not, redeemed, not, you know, bangs, Lance. Poor, sad Ben is the saddest thing. Thomas Middleditch plays sad really well. <laughs> you know, and, and with, with his, his, his tick, it makes him, and, and knowing what he did to make that first date so special for them. Yeah, I don't want to sound sappy, but God damn it, I would have done that, and I would have been fucking furious <laughs> if some guy was banging my girl on the rings in a hotel room. Well, he was a gold medalist. I, yeah, I guess. And He's, silver medalist. And it's permanently on his dick. <laughs> so Maggie wins the gold, and 
I, I think it's interesting that they changed the town sign. Yeah. To Maggie and then Hope is on there smaller. Yep. Because she came in third. Yeah. But but Hope's still on there, which is interesting. And now this is the big fuck you. Did you like this scene? In the, the mall. The, the betrayal? Yeah. No, no. Maggie's saying on a, in a press conference what she's Oh, doing. yeah. When she's going to switch coaches and move to L.A. Yeah. Um. Oh, that pisses you off. And you see the mom in the background and the mom going was, like, I'm not going to have to be a janitor she anymore. Went, and the mom looked like a million bucks. Yeah. She went, because she's been disheveled. She's a janitor in the community college, lives in a- Which is a an sing- honorable profession. I mean, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, but, but I mean, she's really struggling. Trying to show that they're struggling. And then in this press conference, she's, she's you know, yeah. all dialed up. She's, just she's gorgeous. and forget anything else. Yeah, moving to LA. And so- that's, a, I guess, a predictable betrayal, but it's still effective, I yeah. think, emotionally in the movie. And then we have Maggie, who's supposed to be the hometown hero, to show up to speak at the Amherst Mall. Yeah, sign, sign photographs. Sign all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. For, and all the kids are... And peace uh, the fuck out already to L.A. Doesn't yeah. show. The, again, our security guy. Yeah, John. John, John, John with the with the handlebar uh, mustache. That's not coming. And then, did you hear somebody yell? I drove all the way from Akron. Yeah, all the way. I don't know how far it is. I didn't look, I don't, but yeah. it's far. It's still in Ohio, but yeah. And then Hope decides to get up, and she makes. What do you think of this speech at the end? It, it's her. It's her arc completing itself. She now accepts, and that I am a coach, and she says. I am coach. Coach Hope. Yeah. Yeah. Because earlier, and I'm not a star, or I'm not a coach, I'm a star when she's yelling at dad. It wasn't called Dancing with the Coaches. It's called Dancing with the Stars, you idiot. The Stars? You just did like a walking. Christopher, not Dancing with the Stars. (laughs) You know I only have one. (laughs) You know, and I haven't found where he can, we can bring him in. Here's the thing, and we'll get to the end in a minute, but she, what I like about this movie is she is not totally redeemed. She's still a shitty person. Yeah. And she has a long way to go. She says that in one of the interviews in a the writing. A long way that to they go. They don't, you know. So this is just step one in like 19 steps for her to become not a shitty person. I thought it was 12. That's a alcohol thing. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm going to admit this to you. It got me the first time. I've seen this movie a bunch. It got me the first time. It got me this time. Okay. When she comes home. And she's talking to her dad, and she goes down the stairs, and she turns, and she says, thanks, Dad. That got me. For the first time. Got, the first time I watched this movie, I, I yeah. teared up. This time, I teared up again. Yeah. He, and he's dedicated his entire life yeah. for her. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a, it's a really, really nice moment. Also, that when you say, it got you. Yeah, I yeah. teared up. Okay. I teared up. Absolutely. Did Jess say, what is wrong with you? Like you say to her. Um, <laughs> No, she called me a pussy. Okay. Punched me in the face. Got out a pommel horse and said, come on. No. Show me what you got. No. You know, yeah, it's rare. But the older I get, I think the more I oh, we get let the guard down. I guess, Yeah. I well, and, and you it's know. It's not an intentional thing to not cry at movies. I just haven't for my, most of my you're life. A, but you know, you're a dad. And it, that's that stuff tugs changes. at you. So the end of, end of the film is, is Hope um, essentially saves the gym, right? Yep. With her gear, like she sells, she, she's well. When she did, they cut and didn't show it. But when she took over on the podium there at the at the mall for, for Maggie not showing up and right. said, "I am Coach Hope," um, 
then they cut to, you know, she's selling uniforms out of the back of the car. No refunds. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you pay, you know, everybody has to have one. Um, so what she did was signed up all the, the local kids for gymnastic for, lessons okay, with so Coach Hope. Um, so they wouldn't foreclose on the gym. And she puts the big wad of money in uh, Twitchy's hands. Yeah, because yeah. at one point... Very redeeming. They they say that Maggie's the only student, and it's probably because there really are no other students, which is interesting. So she gets everybody to sign up, saves yeah. the... Well, the Russian was training Maggie, and it was just and those was two, it. and then it became Hope after she but died. But what's so interesting about this movie at the end, and maybe you saw this too, Uh-oh. is Hope apologizing to Ben, trying to win him back. Oh, the note. And, and typically, yeah, the note's phenomenal. But typically, it's the other way around. It's always the guy apologizing, trying to win the girl oh, back. That's an excellent point. And I love that turnabout. And yeah. she, Melissa, plays that so well. Yeah. And her voice is more soft. Yeah. You yeah. know, she's not the raunchy, you know, hard ass. Yeah. So you, know. you can tell she's going to, I think, try to be better. Who knows? Do you, oh, so now. Yeah. It's five years from now. Right. Where's she at? Are they divorced? Are they together? Does she have three kids? Where are they at? Does she resign? I've been dying to ask you this. Yeah. Um, man. You know, I think the money's a big issue because she's still going to be living with dad. You know, I, I think it's really going to revolve around the, su- they the, need success, the success of this gym. Of the gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And because for them two to have a life together. Or if she finds another prodigy to train. And maybe, you know, that's something that she can do to get somebody else yeah. to the Olympics. So, so Am- there's hope. We want Am- Amherst to hope to hope. birth three of them. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the last scenes is that they, and well, this is funny, this is a vindictive Ohio thing. They take Maggie's sign off of the town and put Hope's back up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and Maggie, fuck you, L.A. Yeah. And with Maggie not originally being from there, yeah, th- you know, it, it does work. Well, um, so... I, to be honest, my friend Todd, I didn't know what you would think of this. I, I, I thought, you know, it's not your type of movie in, in a way because, you know, we don't talk, you don't do a lot of raunchy movies. And I didn't know what you'd think of, of Hope's character. I thought yeah. maybe you'd get annoyed by the constant, you know, don't get your clitches on my car and Ooh, all that the clitches. stuff. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, oh, my God. So did you, did you like it in general? Yeah, you got to be in the right mood. You know, for yeah. it. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit to something. That's gonna be hard to believe, but I watched it the first time, two nights ago, mm-hmm. all the way through. Uh huh. And then I looked up the lead actress. Okay. Oh, so you, meaning you didn't know who it I was? did not know it was Bernadette. I kept going. I haven't watched Big Bang in a long time, very much, and. For some reason, I kept going. I know her. I know her. I know that, that voice. Have changed something if you knew it was her going into it. I I don't know, but um, huh. yeah. I mean, it sold a hundred percent. I was like, holy, I bet shit, that was Bernadette. I bet it was better that you didn't know. Yeah, but it, because you would have. I don't know why I didn't. You know, like yeah. you would have been looking for Bernadette characteristics or something. Maybe, but at some point during the movie, her voice. Should have given it away, and I think it's just because I haven't watched the show in quite a while. Yeah, um, because her voice is just you know. Yeah, yeah. When she when she does the harsh stuff, you just it's pretty classic. 
Well, this is a fun movie. I like it. So we're going to do some reviews to uh, to close up here. Um, going to start with a bad one. This is a 1 out of 10 <laughs> on imdb.com, and here we go. And, and I actually have two good ones. They're shorter, but how they're written, I may struggle because they write like crazy. So I'm going to do my best. But here's the bad one, 1 out of 10, and it's titled Some Kind Of. This movie is better than a bag of rocks. I'll give it that. But a gymnast? My crush rented this movie from Redbox, and she's about ready to punch it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that's good writing. (laughs) She's about ready to punch the movie? Punch the Redbox machine. I don't know who's the crush, a guy or a girl. She's about ready to punch it. Don't make your next crush mad by renting the mediocre at best movie. Such a shame. This movie will maybe... Want you to feel like you're a sack of potatoes, too. All this jumping around and nonsense. How about this? Go read a book with a bath bomb or something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who wants to know about Heather the Gymnast? Heather? Heather? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Who wants to know about Heather the Gymnast? Obviously, you goons on here giving it 10 out of 10. I wish the director could pay me a visit so I could complain some more. They want me to write 10 lines, but it's easy to do, seeing how this movie is so bad. Christmas is coming up, so parents, I better not see this thing in my stocking. <laughs> I might have to disown myself from the family. You guys are going to create a civil war between Olympians and basic white girls. Is that what you want? A civil war? Just stop the distribution now. Thank you. <laughs> wow. So he still lives with his parents. He or she. I don't. And, I don't and he know. Lost, it sounds like he lost his girlfriend over this because the movie was so bad. Myself and the family create a civil war between Olympians and basic white girls. Wasn't there a civil war hero Marvel movie something? Was this Captain guy in America it? Civil War? Yes, he was. And he doesn't know it. Uh, this was 2016, so it could be. Yeah, it could be a reference to that movie. It was probably not. No, you're giving him a lot more credit than him his or her write, I, writing I, I, shows. I, who knows if this is a him or her? Oh, no. Well, it sounds like a male. I'm not going to say the name. All right. Here we go. Uh, two good reviews. 10 out of 10. Very funny comedy. Please bear with me. I tried to practice this earlier, and I didn't have time. <laughs> and I don't know th- if this one is you're a gonna, bot. You're going you're gonna to stick that landing, Ryan. Okay. I have laughed from beginning to the end and have never felt boring during this movie. If movies could be as good as this one, it would be heaven. I don't understand why people can write bad reviews or give bad rating to this movie. It's maybe not a blockbuster, but if you want to have fun watching a small funny movie with special people and special story, this movie is made for you. Should I read this in a Russian accent? I hope this movie can have success it deserves. I really want to say a big thank you to everybody have work on this movie. It makes people feel good. I shouldn't do that. (laughs) That's just how I see it. It makes people feel good to see this kind of comedy, which looks like low budget, but actually we can feel there is love and passion behind this movie, thanks to have pay attention to all the details and bring us this kind of fun in the life. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I have laughed from beginning to end and never have feel boring during this movie. It just felt like it was written. It's Natasha from Bullwinkle. Yeah, there you go. And finally, we have a 10 out of 10. Please make the bronze two happens, Melissa Koff. Love this movie. 
This movie, so underrated, how could it's just 6 out of 10? This movie must be 6.8 above. I really enjoyed this movie. The lead character's accent and foul mouth she got was Mazel Tov for me. <laughs> this is the kind of movie you watch with your parents or kids. Just kidding. No, it's not. <laughs> what was the name you said? Melissa. Is that her maiden name? Melissa Koff. Maybe that's C-A-U- her maiden No, it's not. Because okay, t- it, Please make the bronze two happens, Melissa. Koff. Love this movie? I don't know. Well, I mean, her last name Oof. right now is from marriage. So maybe that's why I, I don't know that. if it is. Who knows? I don't know what her... All the Big Bang fans out there now. Yeah, well, thank you uh, to those who listened to this episode and are still listening. (laughs) Email us if you're a gymnast and have any insight as to whether this is an offensive movie for gymnasts at a little independent podcast at gmail.com because I'd like to know. Again, I don't think it's offensive. Uh, It shows some really great gymnastics, and Uh all I can think of is, holy shit, these people are awesome at what they do. Well, offensive in in what way? Because because uh, hope's such a mess, or yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, Olympians, if you think about it, what, you know, what if you're like a 15 year old Olympian? You do give up your childhood. What a nightmare you are in school. Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean, like we're... the teachers, like we're going to do this assignment. And you're like, I just won gold for America, not doing shit. <laughs> but, well, these on, kids have to be the worst. And all they do, I mean, they train, train, train. They yeah, train true. through injuries. They, you know. But so. what a nightmare they must be in high school. But anyway, um, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I enjoyed this little independent. It was a little independent. Yeah. Well, Todd, thank you for uh, this episode. And uh, hey. Ryan. Yes, Todd. We will always have Monty Doro. Who are those guys? Who are those guys? You'll love it. It's just a little Yeah, yeah, just a little independent.